Uh, hey, good morning, or good day, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Thanks for tuning into the show. It's Goofin. I'm Luke Aston. Thanks for tuning into the show. Thanks for being here. We've got a show. We got a good. We got a real good one for you. Uh, we got a really good show. My it's, my guest today is one of my best buddies in comedy. I I started out with him kind of. I didn't start with him, but he was one of those dudes who I met early on that made me go like, okay, maybe I can do this stuff. Uh, he he's super funny comic. I'll tell a quick story. Of when I first met him, we were at Tandoori in Bol in Boulder. It's a it's a bar attached to an Indian restaurant. The first time I meet him, it was a horrific night. It was just like two people who hated us there. No nothing worked. No jokes were. No one laughed. It was just pure sadness. But then he goes up and he does a set and he's, he's just bombing too. But there's a mirror behind him and I remember him. Go, he just turns away from the crowd, looks himself in the mirror, and goes like, "It's all right." You can do this. You're really funny. <laughs> he just did a pep talk to himself. Uh, and he started killing with like three people in the room. He's also a recovering juggalo. Or is a juggalo. I don't know. It's a really good episode. He's one of my best buds. Super funny comic. Check him out online. The very funny Mitch Jones. Goofin. Goofin. No? Just goofin. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you still a recovering ICPE? Uh, or are you a, jugg like a recovering juggalo? Or have you receded back into juggalo dumb? Psychopathic Records shirt right now. <laughs> so, no recovery, bro. I'm actively in. I am. I'm actively juggalizing right now. <laughs> What's the hatchet? What's with the hatchet? Well, first of all, the hatchet man carries a meat cleaver, so it's a misnomer. Uh, oh, but the hatchet is a uh, shortened lingo for uh, psychopathic records. Okay. Yeah, don't you? So, do you really work for them, or are you just fucking around with me in the chat? Yeah, I work for Inst I work for the <laughs> Juggalos United. What? Colorado branch. Oh, nice. Do you, yeah. do you like you like shake up the Fagos before the concert? So they yeah. <laughs> I work once a year. <laughs> I just shake a bunch of soda. The Fagos. What so did they do they have like stock in Fago or is it just it is what it is? No, uh Fago actively while they're like we appreciate their support, but we do not appreciate all their murdering lyrics and stuff. So they kind of like distance themselves. But I'm pretty sure throughout the 90s, uh the insane clown posse and uh all the fan base, all the jugglers saved the Fago beverage industry from going under. Uh, Fago actually makes uh, LaCroix. Oh, they're crushing it then. Yeah, they're fucking. They're they're here to stay. It's like Fago. Jack in the Box with Qdoba. They they like Jack in the Box. Like we're killing with Jack in the Box, but then they make a Qdoba. Right. Or like McDonald's or Chipotle or whatever. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Fago makes LaCroix, or LaCroix, or however you want to say it. What is the LaCroix? equivalent to fago like for like artists fergie laquad tastes like fucking perfume i don't like it oh i chugged uh, so much of it during quarantine dude i was like i can't make this beer gotta make it diet fago it's okay in a pinch i i will say that i do drink a lacroix lacroix however you say it um I feel like i fucking i always feel more dehydrated after i drink it yeah yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. They do kind of fuck with you with that stuff because they say it's naturally essenced. And they, I read an article that was like, yeah, they, they haven't quite explained what that means yet. And they're the only ones who do that. Right. It's like drinking fucking bubbly contact saline. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, so what is the artist for LaCroix if Fago is for ICPE? E. Oh, LaCroix, um, it's got to be Daft Punk. They're French. That makes sense. Daft Punk. La, I don't know. LaCroix. What is it? Is it LaCroix or is it LaCroix? LaCroix. LaCroix. Yes, that's what's that one. <laughs> you just hawk a loogie. No, uh, I, I say LaCroix. La, la, la I just do overboard. I said, give me a LaCrax. <laughs> Imagine a redneck saying LaCroix. Oh, that's that's Australian. Those are like, give me a fucking, oh, I can't. 
my redneck, I I don't know. I'm my redneck is apparently Australian. Get me a lacrayox. No. Well, that, uh, you go get me a don't get all that. Yeah. Boy. Yeah, you got to start with a boy, boy, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, go on down to the old shipyard and get me a lacrosse. <laughs> you did, dude. You said boy, and you just sunk right into it. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. Sometimes you got to tune up your impressions. Like, yeah, afraid you can say to tune up your impressions. Right. Like Australian, you just go off oh, fact. <laughs> I go right, right. I say right, right. Okay. No. The dingo ate your baby. <laughs> that's a it's an Australian cop show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dingo ate your fucking baby, mate. <laughs> right. What were we talking about? Lacroix. Lacroix. Well, you were telling me that you work for the insane clown posse in the chat. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's a good time. Like I said, I'll shake, I shake what I shake a, a bottle of Fago. And that's what I do once a year. <laughs> nice. Hey man, they throw out like a hundred of those at each tour stop. Really? Yeah, dude. That's you like a hundred dollars. Almost a hundred. Well, when you fucking sell t-shirts at 25 bucks a pop and uh, hoodies and hockey jerseys at like 65 to 100 bucks, you can just afford some low-rent soda to fucking throw on these unwashed jugglers. That's what I'm saying. I, You ever had Big K soda? Yeah. Fan? Yeah, I mean, I'm not, not going to discriminate against sodas, man. Uh, <laughs> that fucking stevia bullshit. Oh, you don't like diet sodas? No, just like I'll drink a diet soda. I don't give a fuck. But give me the chemicals. I want the chem. I don't want the stevia. I had this Zevia root beer the other day, and I wanted to fucking punch the person that bought it for me. <laughs> One of my clients, they were like, "I'm running up to Sprouts. Do you need a? You want a drink or something?" And I was like, "Yeah, I don't know." I was like, "You got a root beer or something?" I didn't know that Sprouts doesn't have fucking root beer because it's apparently <laughs> bad for you. But uh, they don't have the Hansons. Uh, like a Mennonite Hanson. digging a hole on the front. Hans, I'll drink Hansons any day over this Zevia. It's called Z E V I A, and it's the grossest shit I've ever put in my mouth. Gross. Yeah, I don't like any of that stuff. I go. I either go whole hog or just give me a like quack. <laughs> What's your favorite yeah. quack flavor? Uh, green. Green. <laughs> Lime. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's lime. <laughs> I like green. It could be green apple. I'll give you that. Nathan Lund was all about some like pomegranate one or something, but I don't think that exists. I think he was just making that up. And I ordered some Fago earlier this uh, pandemic and had it shipped to me. It was good. What flavor? Rock and rye, dude. All the way. Walk, what? What flavor? Rock. Space. N with an apostrophe. <laughs> rye rye like rye bread yeah like rye bread rock what and rye what does it taste like rye no i don't even know what the fuck it tastes like it just tastes good rock and uh, rye if you go to the smoky monkey in fort collins you can get fago <laughs> the smoky monkey really yeah dude smoky monkey right off of uh shields and uh another oh, it's, road. it's modeled after like a mixed drink Oh, I guess. I don't know. Rock and rye or cotton candy? <laughs> those, are, those are pretty hardcore flavors, dude. <laughs> candy. It just tastes like, you, you know, you're pouring it in your fucking dome piece. Do you, th like <laughs> do you think a two liter of cotton candy could actually spin like two yards of cotton candy? I don't know, man. Uh, speaking of cotton candy, Fago, I watched... Uh, Shaggy Tudor has a new web show with this dude, Keegan the Creep. And Keegan the Creep, he put a bunch of, he had a big salad bowl and put uh, cotton candy Captain Crunch cereal and then a bunch of actual cotton candy as the garnish on top of it. And then instead of milk, he put a two liter of fucking Fago Rock and Rock, uh, not Rock and Rock, cotton candy, and then ate it. God so, damn. 
Yeah, dude. So I bet, you know, if he didn't have diabetes before, he does now. <laughs> that, like, is something you should probably have, like, insulin just on a pump while you eat that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That's the, uh, you, you go into sugar shock after that. <laughs> I, I love watching that scene in Elf, though, when he eats the spaghetti with, like, chocolate all over it and M&M's. Mm, I, I want to try it. But I'm afraid I'll, you know, I'm afraid it's one of those things where you cross that bridge, you don't come back. It's your last meal kind of thing. Oh, I mean, like, you can't have marinara ever again. You're just like, give me chocolate sauce on that spaghetti. You go to, you go to like the Olive Garden, like, hey, by the way, could you uh, put some, uh, no no sauce, just marshmallows, chocolate sauce, uh, whipped cream, sprinkles, maple syrup. (laughs) Have ice cream at, um, at the uh, Olive Garden? Do they? It's like, I know get this shit back there, put it on there. Probably. You could probably get them to do that. They don't have a get... soul there. They're, 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 they're cooking out of bags at Olive Garden. I know? never get because I'm always filling up on unlimited soup, salad, and breadsticks. You're a smart man. They're, they're, their soup is fucking good. What's your record for breadsticks in one sitting? Uh, I don't know. I don't keep count. I just kind of black out. <laughs> <laughs> you just wake up in a field. <laughs> yeah, I just, <laughs> with my face and like a deer skin all over me. Just a yeah. just a, a demolished school bus next to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cuffs on uh, you know, ne- that's the other hand the other cuff is connected to like a police car back door. <laughs> I think that's about ten breadsticks. Yeah, yeah. Ten. Uh, their breadsticks are all right. Their Zupa Toscana, though. I don't, you know, I already did a chef's kiss earlier today, so I don't want to use two chef's kiss in fucking one podcast. So, what, what is what, what? Say that again. I don't even know what that is. A chef's kiss? No, <laughs> the name of the dish. Mwah, oh, I know that. Zupa Toscana. What's in it? Uh. Toscana and <laughs> Zupa. I, I honestly don't know what it is, but it's soup, but it's good. Is it a creamy soup? I love that. Creamy soup is. I don't know. I haven't been to a restaurant in a year. Oh, that's right. Pandemic. Yeah. I don't know. I eat all my fucking, I drive, you know, I, it's a drive through world for old Mitch Jones here. I just fucking, they're like, you want some food? Yell into this box and pull around back. We'll throw it out to you. <laughs> Are you still living in Boulder? Uh, Louisville, but yes. Yeah, just other Boulder. Yeah, it's uh, it's Boulder's in the valley. Louisville's on the hill. Yeah, hill living. Hill, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, pandemic food has been. I mean, I just realized I love ramen, and I always knew that, love- but you just indulged. Now, are you talking like ramen, cup of noodles ramen? Or are you talking about the actual packet with the flavoring and you cook it in a pan? Uh, I, I, If I'm going to do like at home ramen, it's going to be just, what is it called? The Manchurian Candidate? What, 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 what is that brand called? John. Okay. Yeah, that one. Yeah. What? The Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, the Mandalorian flavor. <laughs> Just chicken, dude. No broth. Put it in a bowl. And some Mormons across across the street when I was growing up, they they like said, "Dude, put butter in the ramen, and it's way better." I've never tried butter. Someone told me to try egg in it, and I, I fuck it up every time. I'm just like, I hate this. I hate whoever told me this. Did you cook the egg? Well, yeah. I mean, you have to. <laughs> I'm not just stalloning it and fucking shotgun and some raw eggs with it. I've I've chugged raw eggs before. Why? Were you training for a fight? Fighting it was, it was for a video. I was just being silly. It's on my Instagram somewhere. But nice. I just put three eggs into a cup and I just tried to, you know, gulp it down. But it? you know what they don't tell you in the Rocky movie is he like the the yolk hits your esophagus and then it breaks down there. Ooh. Yeah, so it's just a it was a it was a little burst that you're not expecting, right? You're just you're like, oh I'm just fucking chug some eggs. You should mix them up first because you're just making little, you know, grenades down there. 
Interesting. Yeah. You whisk them up like you're going to make some scrambled eggs or something. Yeah, or at least poke the yolk, you know. Don't disarm the bomb. <laughs> the PSA from yeah. Luke gets done. Poke your yolk, ladies and gentlemen. The more you know. Yeah, just after uh, <clears throat> NCIS, I come up. You come home and you pour yourself a glass of eggs. And you don't poke the yolks and chuck it. <laughs> Stop. Don't. You, you got to poke the eggs before you chug it. Yolks. Don't don't be a joke. Poke your yolk. Good night, everybody. <laughs> you, do like a, you do like a fucking one of those like back-to-back power yeah. slides. Like how Keenan and Kel used to do that. Oh, God. Keenan and Kel. Man. <laughs> that a throwback? I love Keenan and Kel, man. Yeah, that was a good show. Yeah. Keenan, pretty good career. Kel, who knows? He got addicted to orange soda. <laughs> I remember that. Are you? I love, I think orange soda is equal or not as good as purple soda. Grape soda. <clears throat> it's hard for me to tell. I think purple wins my vote. But I do like orange. You know what? That's very democratic of you. (laughs) Back when comedy was a thing, I got hooked on strawberry Fanta because a lot of barbecue places in Kansas City have strawberry Fanta or like Red Pop or something on tap with your barbecue. So good. They probably use some of that in barbecue too. Just fucking shove a a hind into some that good good. Yeah. I mean, my preferred methods of uh, drinking soda is having a clown spray it in my face <laughs> and then with barbecue. It's not a close second. Are you from Kansas? Uh, yeah, welcome to welcome to just talking. We're talking soda this episode. <laughs> yeah, when did we start? Have we started the podcast? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's like in the mood. I thought this was the pre-talk to like. Uh, oh. You know. No, that's this is the talk. Bago. <laughs> We're gonna go to the phones. Are you from Kansas City? No, I'm not from Kansas City. I am from Colorado. Oh, so you just yeah. went out on a trip to Kansas City to try all that red pop? Yeah. No, me and Crawford were doing comedy out there. Oh, word. Yeah. So. We uh, we we went there and sampled their wares and told jokes in their city. I bet that was a fun show. Man, it was. Uh, sometimes you know, at the last show we did, uh, they did not care for the old antics of old baloney Stark, Mitch Jones. <laughs> they did like Anthony Crawford a lot. Yeah, I mean, Anthony Crawford, if you guys don't know, is one of the funniest fucking comics. Yeah. He's so good. I'm pulling for the fucking Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the Super Bowl just because I want Anthony Crawford to be happy. Yeah, we'll have friends like that. Any fucking football all year. Yeah, dude, you've been been on a a road for a while with old Tobias, Tobias Livingston. Hey, come play with us. (laughs) You know what he told me once when I I love telling this story when he when he when I told him I had a girlfriend we were at we were at uh we were at Vision Quest and yeah. I told him like I got a girlfriend Toby and he's like he just kind of looked at me and he went girls will come and go the stage is forever and then he walked away <laughs> and then COVID hit and why was he wrong. You got to listen to Toby, but you don't always listen to Toby, you know? I will follow Tobias into battle no matter what happens. And he'll fucking, he'll kill a guy with a shovel just to get you some fresh water in the wastelands. You know what I'm talking about? It is true, man. You've been a lot, you guys did the, what what is that called? The Scrumpy Stone Mend? No, yours is a. You, that's you and Derek and Tobias. Yeah, that's right. We have, we have, you and I are like the, the, the stepchild they bring on the road. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. We're like Curly and Shemp. Sometimes they fucking interchange us and, and do the same show, but with different stooges. 
Yeah, we should probably we should do the same. We should adopt someone in our middle to take on the road. Mm. Uh. Mm. I'm getting to the point where I can't remember a lot of comedians' names, but if I see their, I'll be like, "Hey, you there? You there? Remember me? You got some jokes." You want to peddle your wares at a fucking uh, brewery under an overpass in Nampa, Idaho? <laughs> I always thought go on a tour with, with those dudes. I, I did a show with them recently, and it, they're fun as hell. Oh, yeah. I saw, um, was that at the Moxie? Yeah. Nice. How was that? I mean, I, I haven't done uh, comedy since March of last year, so. Right. It was amazing. Really? Is, people, people are spaced out. People are loving it. They're like every joke you told they're like oh god we're out we're not we're not in a hole that's cool but i definitely did not go near anyone i was like i'll be all the way over here on stage yeah yeah you weren't doing the traditional like hey let's uh you know take pictures with uh, the crowd after the show fucking no i like got there super early so i could go hide in the rafters yeah. and then i just jumped down once it was my turn Oh, dude, you were like Sting? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've always said that you were the Sting of Colorado comedy. The way you hide in the rafters and hit people with a baseball bat. Yeah, that's like that's like my accordion. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> gosh. <laughs> so has someone turned him into the FBI yet for storming the Capitol? <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah probably. <clears throat> Would you storm the Capitol if it was like... You could just pay like a hundred dollars to do it. Fuck no, dude. I was under the impression, okay, that there was a short list of places in the United States that you did not forcibly enter: the White House, the Capitol, uh, Area Fifty One, uh, Fort Knox, probably the Pentagon. I don't know. I don't know, man. It seems like that was a fucking bad idea. But a lot of them are just getting a free pass. Yeah, but the uh, ones that are like. So the ones that have the funniest photos are all being paired with their mugshot they just recently got arrested to. And it's mm. like, yeah, that's a that's quite a photo. Right. I mean, I guess I don't fucking I'm not fucking so gung ho on any sort of politician that they could be like, uh, you should go and store the capital. And I'd be like, yes, sir, Mr. Sir. Or maybe, you know, maybe a lady politician. Who knows? But I don't think I'm fucking that invested. With I you. was there. It was a good time. Like they, we had like a lot of treats, snacks. They gave us juice boxes after. Yeah. Yeah. You're doing some fucking whippets with your uh, zip ties in the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> and we got picked up by our moms after. It was awesome. <laughs> How was revolution, sweetie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my we won. We won. <laughs> it went to overtime but we won we won so they just that mom probably pinned a fucking hundred dollar bill to their mitten so they could get some maga hats and shit pretty good has someone made a curb your enthusiasm meme yet of that <laughs> no i'm sure they has i mean that's like one of those laws of the internet. If it exists, there's fucking memes about it, probably. Yeah. Yeah. They used to, remember the I remember the early days of the internet where the only memes was like a frog and a, phil, a velociraptor and like a, a baby, you know? The early memes. Yeah. Yeah, the, the velociraptor. Yeah. The success baby that's eating a fistful of sand. Yeah. <laughs> Bad luck, um, Brian. Yeah, yeah. Bad luck, Brian. Scumbag Steve. Awkward penguin. Confident penguin. Man, those are some throwbacks. Real throwbacks. Yeah, we used to print memes out and exchange them with our friends for currency. <laughs> oh man, that's what we're going towards, isn't it? People are going to be printing memes out, and someone's going to like marathon run it to the next encampment. Yeah, it's crazy. It's memes have gotten to the point where it's become just culture where like Bernie Sanders gets on a stool and just looks like an old guy on a stool. 
and the country right. goes, oh my God, this is, I got to put them in my wedding photo. <laughs> I saw one of him with Degeneration X doing the fucking suck it arms. <laughs> I've was... seen Gungam style and I've seen him doing like a, like a arm bar in UFC. Right. Yeah. But like in 20 years, someone's going to run up and be like, they're going to be like, open the gates. Be like, messages from New Denver. And it's just going to be some rolled up memes printed on some. Uh... Like we got kind of semi like extinct where, <laughs> where like we had no more electronics or technology. I mean, that's what I'm prepping for, right? Yeah, man. Get your scrawls. You practice calligraphy? Uh, no, I, uh, I don't know. Handwriting is a lost art. I learned cursive, but, uh, sometimes I can't read it. Did you have a panic attack too, when you're like getting your license for the first time and you, tr- they, they, you have to signature your, yourself? Um, kind of, I, when I got my first driver's license, I used to, when I was in like middle school and like when you first start to have like have documents, you know, you're like you're, you have to have a signature for documents. I used to sign my name with the Metallica M. <laughs> <laughs> it's like way too long, like way too long. Yeah. But then when I got into college, I think I did it all the way through fucking high school, which is kind of embarrassing, but. I think I got to college and I was like, I got, I can't, I can't fucking do this no more, because the M doesn't fit on that little box in the fucking when you renew your driver's license. That's the best answer ever. <laughs> man, we're talking Fago, man. This rocks. Yeah, rock and rye, as it were. I gotta try that rock and rye. Yeah. I can buy a candle right now, scented candle. Buy it. Twenty dollars. <laughs> and you think St. Cloud Bossy they have a roof over their head or don't you? Okay. I'm sure they're crushing it, right? Especially during the oh, pandemic. The coolest thing about the insane clown posse is now that they're like middle aged and they're both dads, they're they're arguably ten times more interesting now than they were back in the day. Because they still make music on a regular basis, but like you can see them on like YouTube and like Shaggy's like, I got my five-year-old son and uh, we're here doing a fucking cooking show. Wow. Am I, they, they're inspiring a whole generation of juggalos to be the best juggalo they can be. Oh yeah, dude. And like, he'll wear his face paint all the, all the, you know, all the time. You think <laughs> that at home he wasn't, he wouldn't be painted up, but. You know, like that, was it scary or something? Are you afraid of clowns? No, it just sounds like it's probably a, a high rank that you can get in like the fucking uh, KKK. Or oh, something. I forgot the KKK had Dungeons and Dragons rules. Ooh. <laughs> Who has a great joke about that? Was it Patrick Scott? I don't know. I can't remember, but someone has a great... Oh, no. Uh, was it Kyle Kinane? It was either Kyle Kinane or local comedian Patrick Scott. <laughs> right on. <laughs> You you should start a Juggalo podcast, man. I had one. Oh, Disney started one, and we recorded three episodes, and it fell apart. Oh, okay. I thought you had like one that's been going on for years. Oh yeah, Juggalo talk, man. Uh, no, is that we, what it's called? Had... No, it was called the Introspective Clown Podcast. Is and, it still on, uh, on Apple? No. I think it's on SoundCloud, and there's the teaser episodes on there. Um, we recorded <laughs> three episodes, but Diz was going to drop in like funny sound clips and everything, and it just got to be too much work, and then COVID happened, and it just stopped. Yeah. But we, would go, we would go to the Smoky Monkey, and we would get like four or five bottles of Fago, and then we would we would talk. Because Insane Clown Posse is one of the uh, unique bands in the way that they have, well, in more ways than one, but they have released an album every year in the 90s, starting in 1992. So An album every year? Yeah. Either an album or an EP. But they, yeah. 
so you can chart like what we were doing is we're like okay the year is 1992 terminator 2 judgment day is ruling the box office in detroit michigan carnival of carnage is released and uh then we would do a track by track breakdown and we would record for like four hours because we would get all hopped up in like on the Fago, and then we would crash and be like basically falling asleep from the sugar. But then he like, we recorded for like four hours and then he cut the teaser episode down to 17 minutes. Really? So, yeah. The teaser is 17 minutes? Yeah, there's a teaser episode and it was just like, we'll be back next week. And you know, what episode is this of yours? You're 24. 24, Michael Jordan plus one, baby. That's me. That's I had a, a client at my work uh, this past week. He came in without a mask and I was like, oh, hey, uh, I don't know if you've been aware of the past 11 months of what we've been doing, but uh, you're going to need to put one of these masks on. Luckily, we have some just for people of such uh, delusion. Hmm. Put one on, and then he was like, huh, thank you. Good thing you had some because I went to the grocery store last week. I didn't have a mask, but luckily I found one on the ground. Ugh. You did what? What a mud person. Yeah. I was like, dude, are you fucking serious? Like now, now to be fair, Luke, I react, I had to react in a customer service way. So I was like, oh yeah, well, uh, <laughs> that'll be $25.95 or whatever. Um Jesus. Now I didn't, I don't know if he was saying that. Uh, you know, maybe he was joking because uh, people do make jokes. And also maybe he was talking about that, like his mask fell out of his pocket when he was walking into the grocery store and he found his own mask on the ground. But this dude's like a fucking dirty old boulder hippie. So I'm inclined to believe that he was like, I got no mask. And then he fucking found one on the ground which is like finding a dirty condom or used panties on the ground. Other way around, used condom, dirty panties. Uh, <laughs> and just being like, ah, that's going on my face. Wow. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's next level. Just like that, that person like just found a mattress somewhere. Like, oh, cool, mattress. <laughs> Bed bugs make the perfect massager. Yeah, I get a lot of friends in the house. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. And uses an old, like a raccoon as a pillow. Yeah. A very dead raccoon. <laughs> and it ain't too fresh, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> your job. I almost worked with you. That would have been cool. I, I was when I graduated. You work for what is it called? Uh, should I say their name on air? Say a version of it. You don't have to say it exactly, but the uh, the, the memory is funny. Factory. What do you call it? Memory factory. Yeah, where yeah. people old people come in, and give you a, a cassette tape, and you digitize it on a CD. Yeah, I gotta tell you, Luke. Uh, it is fucking absurd how a global pandemic motivates old people to do shit. <laughs> so they're coming in with throngs. Yeah, dude. Like they're they're like, we're gonna die. I gotta tell my fucking story. And they they just bring in all their shit. Just all of it. My favorite client uh is this dude that was he he was like, I gotta start my website back up. So he brought in all his tapes. And they're all like fuck videos, man. They are like mini DV tapes of him getting some dumb piece, you know. Oh, or, can you uh, you can do that for him? Yeah, dude. I mean, as long as it's not illegal, we can fucking digitize some old fucking tapes. <laughs> How much porn do you Shut get? Up. How much porn do you get? Not enough, if I'm being uh I <laughs> most of it's just you know people's family videos but this guy in particular was like pandemic time to restart my website uh it's like coloradodeepthroat.com or something like that and uh it was just this guy and he would like find ladies at the bars and he was just like can i film you uh suck my dick and they would be like yeah 
And wow. Yeah. And so, you know, we got to quality check it, make sure the audio signal and the video is good, you know? Do you have to watch the porn? <laughs> I don't because I'm the secretary, but the editors do. <laughs> That's fantastic. Sure. So you, you, so you see the same guy coming in over and over and you're like, oh, they're going to enjoy this one. No, this guy did it all in one lump sum. He would, he didn't want a chance being a repeat customer. He spent like $500 getting all of his dick suck vids <laughs> for future generations. <laughs> <laughs> you remember what it was called? Can we look it up? I'm, I, I think it was like coloradodeepthroat.com or something like that. Go into an incognito window. <laughs> Promo code goofin. Get your first month free. <laughs> it might have been called like Mile High Deep Throat or something like that. I can't remember. Deep Throat was in it though. I mean, this was like <laughs> this was at the beginning of the pandemic, Luke. <laughs> this is the first thing that happened like day after. Yeah, dude, like uh, we shut down because like, you know, non-essential business or whatever. So I I was like just living like a fucking king uh, from like March 21st through May 8th. And then I had to go back to work. And I guess my, the owners had been like working on, uh, you know, some of the stuff like in the interim. And they're like, yeah, this guy's got a whole project of adult content. And uh, so I had to come back and be like, well, I got to check each one to see how much to like invoice for each tape, how long it is. And uh, They're like, hey, when you open up each file and check to see how long the video file is, don't do it in the lobby because they're all homemade sex tapes. Doing that in the lobby would be hilarious. Fucking place, man. (laughs) What do you need? Oh, yeah. Over there. Yeah. I don't know, man. How old was this? Was this guy like in his 50s, 60s? I mean, he definitely took good care of himself. <laughs> what? Yeah, man. Uh, well, how have you been doing? You've been doing a lot of sh- like uh, in-person shows, Zoom shows. What are you doing? I, I did a few Zoom shows and I, I vowed to never do one again. So help me God. Um, but I mean, this is a little different. Podcasting over Zoom is a little different. Right. It's but yeah, because like, we're actually interacting with each other, you know. But you're not going to be like, hey, let me do my stand up act while sitting down yeah. and to no reaction. Imagine you're just sitting with all your buddies on a couch talking and just having a good time. And then someone stands up and goes, like, everyone shut up for a second. I need to talk for 10 minutes. <laughs> Is that how it was? That's how it feels. But no one's there. You're alone. <laughs> <laughs> When was this? Like at the beginning of the pandemic? I did like, yeah, two during the beginning. And honestly, like, I, I, the ones that were really fun were was all just comics. Right. And it's like, okay, whatever. Well, we're just, we can actually have fun and just, it could just be like a group of people. But when it's people pay and then there's like designated laughers, it's just like, whew, my heart. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I did a lot of outdoor shows, and I've been doing shows where they socially distance, you know? Yeah. And it's when it's a place where I can, like, I can comfortably get there before anyone else does. And, you know, but if it's too sketchy and there's not enough room, I'm out, you know? Right, right. I don't know, man. It's uh, It seems like... Because comedy is weird, too, because it's like it's like being in the fucking mafia, because when you show up, you have to be like, hey, what's up? How are you? Let's fucking uh, mm -hmm, hug. Yeah. Yeah. This guy over here. (laughs) Like. (laughs) You sound like a tiny mafia boss. It's so funny. (laughs) Ooh. What are you saying? I'm not funny? How am I funny to you? Like. (laughs) Full on. You feel the urge to go up to people and go like, oh, I missed you. you, Like that. We're lucky that comedians don't do the fucking like kiss on the cheek or the mouth like the fucking mafia does. But uh, it's a fucking handshake hug kind of business, you know? I mean, some comedians are weird about that, but I feel like tight knit local 
scenes. There's a lot of fucking, you know, like, get over here, give me a hug. Yeah, fucking. come here, you motherfucker. Yeah, they, I, I used to, I had to retire the cowboy handshake, the put her there, you know? Yeah, yeah. I was too, I was becoming blood brothers with too many fucking people, you know? <laughs> Every night of the week, you're becoming blood brothers with someone. It's like, yeah, what the fuck happened to your hand? <laughs> I used to carry around an old rusty can that I could. That's the only way you shake someone's hand, too. Right. You have to cut your hand every time. <laughs> know it, man. You're like, hey, you got any open wounds? Because then uh, you can just rub, you know, rub some dirt on it and put her there, pal. <laughs> they hate their Fred. Yeah. The old right there, Fred. <laughs> I miss doing comedy with you, man. You were, uh, you man. Whenever uh, we did the Boulder, you you were one of the Boulder, like pillars of Boulder, I would say, and still are to this day. Now I'm washed up. I haven't done comedy in so long that I haven't written any new shit, and I have. I'm starting to forget my old bits. So long ago. Yes. Like I'm fucking, I'm Luke Skywalker on Octo over here. I'm, I'm, you know, never again. <laughs> Jedi to end. You got good impressions, man. Thanks, man. I've been working on uh, the weekend. Let's hear it. Like, ooh, I'm burning my lights. Oh, when I'm with you, I can't sleep at night. Whatever the fucking words are, you know. <laughs> what other ones do you know? <laughs> what other what else you working on? Yeah, dude, I'm working on a whole lot of fucking stuff that I can just strut my stuff at karaoke when I get back. You know, totally. I one of the things I was working on ever since I got reignited with Ryan Knoll, I started doing the Patrick Warburton again. The the guy from from yep. Seinfeld was like, Elaine, where's Jerry? Elaine, good- yeah. My Patrick Warburton's always from uh, Venture Bros. Oh, yeah. What's he say? He's like, I copped off a pink chunk about an hour ago, the size of a kiwi fruit, but I don't feel anything missing, so it's okay. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Alan, where's Jay? Yeah. <laughs> Cusco's poison. Poison for Cusco. Uh, squeak squeaker (laughs) (laughs) oh if you've made it this far the podcast you've earned it man yeah uh is this a live audience podcast uh yeah come out of come out of the rafters you're there at your place Anyone has any suggestions for like a place and a, a character? We can do impressions of them, and we'll just do an improv. Yeah, want to do some improvs? <laughs> no. You want to zip zap up over Zoom? Can you, like, all joking aside, can you? Are you down with the improv? Can you do improv? Yeah, I love improv. Oh, I can't. Like, I can write stand up and perform stand up and ad lib during stand up, but if someone's like. Here's a pizza. I'm like, self-destruct. I can't is it do the it. yes ending or is it the listening? It's the fucking coming up off the top of your head and not knowing if it's going to be funny type thing. Mm. Yeah, because you also have to trust the other person to make it funny. Right. Yeah. Someone to be like, ah, birds! And then you have to just roll with it. Bees! Yeah. Bees! Bees! <laughs> I'm listening to a lot of all fantasy everything over there, Luke. Me? Yeah. No, I've been reading Game of Thrones. I'm getting jacked before bed. It's awesome. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just, you know, got to throw on some fucking TV to fall asleep in this. It's another pandemic Monday. I used to be a, a, a TV a TV to sleeper, but ever since I started dating my girlfriend, she's like, can we turn the TV off? And I was like, I don't know if we can. <laughs> It's like, listen, I was with the TV a long time ago. (laughs) I was raised by TV. (laughs) The TV was there for me when no one else was. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, it's great that you have someone that loves you and uh, is worried about your eyes, you know? 
you watch too much TV in the dark, your eyes fall out of your head. Really? Yeah. Like I'm saying like in like in Indiana Jones? Yeah, just full on fucking <laughs> You know what I loved in the third Indiana Jones? It's one of the funniest things I think it was there's a few things just from people with medieval speak in movies that have made me laugh so fucking hard. I don't know if it's because they're calling back to Monty Python or that it's just so funny the way they say it. Like in the third Indiana Jones, uh, say. When, when they're in that, when they're, they're, they're in the, what's it called? The, the Holy Grail spot. Yeah. They're and they, the... have to, they have to choose. And the guy's like, oh, this one's the one, like the, the antagonist, the bad guy's like, this is the grail. And he drinks from it. And he's like, oh, wow, it worked. But all of a sudden he starts melting away, you know, and turning into a skeleton. Right. And he like, it's a huge dramatic thing of him turning to a skeleton and melting away. And then the just the cuts to the knight in the corner just going, he chose poorly. <laughs> <laughs> like that shit makes me laugh. So I don't think it's supposed to be funny, but it was so funny. Just someone being melted by a cup. Yeah. He chose yeah. poorly. <laughs> poorly. Yeah, good old Indiana. That's my favorite one, I think. That yeah, me too. Me too. Because I really like Sean Connery. I suddenly remembered my Charlemagne. The okie dokie Doctor Jones one was pretty crazy. The what? The okie dokie Doctor Jones one. Oh yeah, no time for love, Doctor. Oh, is that not a good accent? Twenty twenty one. No, you, that's pretty good. That's grandfathered in. <laughs> You can't short round. He, no time for love, Doctor Jones. That's my short. <laughs> Sounds creepier for some reason. <laughs> no time for love, Doctor Jones. Ah, lad, where's Doctor Jones? <laughs> no time for love, Doctor Jones. <laughs> I can't do that one. That is one impression. I don't even know where to start. Walking. Yeah. Wow. Earlier in the podcast we were saying there's like tune-up phrases that you do to uh like tune up your impression yeah here's the one i do for my christopher walken i go i was walking in the forest i look up in the trees saw a wild iguana i said wow <laughs> i just do that 12 more times and you're ready to go yeah you really got a wild iguana yeah wow I saw wow. I'm trying to think what impressions I can do. I can do a line. Just yeah, how about you hit me with some impressions? Let's just let's do rapid fire impressions at each other, okay? Uh game show. Game show. You want me to hit you first? Yeah, do your best, Tobias Livingston. Guys, this next comedian. He'll see him at a place doing a thing. He's got a show on uh Tuesday, somewhere where I'm not allowed to go. <laughs> So good, dude. <laughs> it's like a spinning image. I spent a lot of time with Tobias. Johnny Cigar Bar. Yeah, man. Johnny Cigar Bar. Come play with us. We're having fun. He's got the groveling. I do more groveling, Tobias. Like, are you ready for your first scientist of the evening? <laughs> it's pretty good. I mean, you know, it's kind of like one of those things where everybody's Jerry Seinfeld is based off of uh Gilbert Gottfried Seinfeld, you know, and everybody's walk-ins based off of uh, Kevin Pollock's walk-in. The already exaggerated version gets even more exaggerated. I, I'm, I'm so, I got a voice so creepy. Uh, I drive a van so creepy it's got a basement. <laughs> so that's exactly how he does it, too. It's creepy as fuck. That's creepy. <laughs> Well, uh, we're getting to that point where you you got this crowd's like my ex-wife. You want to see other people? <laughs> the way you end the sentence is spooky good on the <laughs> Tobias. <laughs> you man, spend two weeks in a van with Tobias, sleep in a few Denny's parking lots, and you'll you'll glean some <laughs> some tips on how to impersonate the man, the myth, the legend. Tobias. <laughs> Do you have anything you want to say to your fans out there? Any any Jonesies out there? I'm not what dead. You, what are your fans called? Uh Jonesalos, dude. Like Juggalos, but Jones? Yeah. 
Or Michelos. I don't know. Whatever one sounds better. Michelos sounds like a delicious cereal. I remember seeing you in the last couple. I just, I wish I went, I fucking wish I went to Boulder that last week. Because you were, it was that week when everyone's like, oh, coronavirus is uh, in America. <laughs> and we all just got it that whole week. We're all just looking at each other like, are we, what's going to happen? What are we doing here? Right. And you had, you took the, the giant fishbowl and put it over your head and did a set. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was that vision quest. Because there's that stuffed dog that has like a space helmet on. Yeah. It's like, dude, how many fucking, uh, you know, Grateful Dead fans that go to that bar have put that on their head? I probably got more COVID, if anything. <laughs> well, you don't have COVID, but you have a rare hippie disease. It's only found at fish shows. It's so fucking weird. It's called blueberry cough. <laughs> oh, man. The only cure is listening to Shakedown Street on repeat. Yeah. Oh. Which first step you got to stop harshing your mellow. <laughs> I went to a, a metal concert at uh, a, the Kill Switch Engage 10th anniversary. Nice, dude. In, uh, in, or was it with Jesse? It was with Jesse. It was their, yeah. And they did their whole first album. And I was, I remember like, I was, yeah, at the Fox Theater in Boulder. And I, I met one of the, I, I went there early because I wanted to be front row. And I met one of the like the I think the lead singer of the their opener, mm-hmm. and he was just saying like he's like he's like fucking Boulder man he's like he has a, yeah he has a thick Brooklyn like Brooklyn accent like fucking Boulder dude he's just like dude is there a singer Bill Burr he's he sounds like he sounded like a just a, all the way dude yeah that's a pretty good uh, Bill Burr impression that you were just doing a fucking Boulder dude fucking Boulder dude yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck i don't know but he was just saying like i don't want to harsh anyone's mellow or, i can't do that how do i say that harsh and mellows brother <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't want to harsh any mellows brother <laughs> it's not too crunchy out here it's not crunchy enough yeah well See you later. Hey, dude. Thanks for real, though. Thanks for having me on.